0: Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> pretty. I knew you were going to be pretty, before I saw your here. Got it. Because you have Venus and the moon in uh, Taurus, right? That's her domicile, and that's the moon sign of exaltation in the sign of Natural resources and self esteem,
1: mm. you can
0: almost guess that that person is most likely pretty.
2: Thank you. I know, right? Thank you.
0: I will take it. Take it. Like you just know, oh, hey, there's that. Mary automatically gets to be powerfully, magically, witchily, stylish, effortlessly, all the time. She has Venus in the first house, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I never see it, but Lacey's always saying it. So I believe you and I appreciate it.
0: I know. Right. It's like Venus in Scorpio doesn't believe a word you say about it. Right. But it's true. Mm. Yes. Right. Anyway, welcome to our newly changed wording
1: of our show. Awesome.
0: Yes. It's
1: it's an early (laughs) rebrand. Yeah, Quick little rebrand. Uh
0: There was another podcast already called Astro Sluts. Props to you guys.
1: I think it was Audrey and Danny. Is that their names? Anyway. Another mm-hmm. Astro bestie duo. Yeah, that's right. So oh, yeah. we went
0: for Astromantic. And it also sounds like Astromantic. That's
2: awesome. I mean. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. At first, I, when I read it, I was like, wait, is it Astro?" <laughs> I was like astro manic like are we manic and into astrology and then like I had this moment where I'm like astronauts astro yes but I love it yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly that uh yeah we the actual definition was what sold us to yeah the definition of astro and then mantic like romantic right um Mm. not manic which i pitched too because i thought mania sounded kind of cool like Mm -hmm. astromania, right like i kind of like that but you're going
2: for those romantic sexy vibes mm -hmm.
1: well and mantic and then astromantic specifically was divination by the stars mantic was divination what it means like Mm -hmm. the definition was super cool so we were like okay old astromantics just sounds cool too
0: yes and also
1: i'd like to be a professor one day
0: of astromantics i want to wear a lab coat oh my god i'd be a professor of astromantics you're Hello. gonna be the
2: coolest professor ever right oh my yes.
0: god i even have like a little robe and everything like
2: for i'm it. obsessed with those glasses by the way <laughs> Thank
1: you. i really <laughs> think that lacy needs to act out every archetype on youtube like yes like act out aries act out or act out each planet maybe do Uh, a series of each i think i think your leo north node needs this and i think the world needs this education i'm in agreement i'm in agreement with it
2: (laughs) your cat what's your cat's name uh his name is mr benjamin oh he is named after Benjamin Burnley of the rock band Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I want to say
0: I've heard of them, but I'm not familiar with their music.
2: Oh, man. They they were good. I was really, really into their music before, like like in high school or whatever. It was kind of one of those things that I kept listening to because of nostalgia. But then Benjamin Burnley got sober and made one of the best albums I've ever heard like his sobriety just created this whole new avenue for music and and it's like it's a lot better but anyway I very much enjoy it love listening to it when I'm cleaning the house or you know, building things or, I don't know, whenever I feel like it. But anyway, his name is Mr. Benjamin. Aww. He's a dapper boy. He is so sweet. <laughs> he's mad at me because he's not in my lap right now.
0: Bon. Strong fit. Um, so this will be on our show. You're okay with us using your name, Krista? Absolutely. All right, cool. Good, good, good. Do you want us to do any shout outs? you want to say
1: what you are a part of, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, I like a I- little intro. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: T- tell us all the cool shit you're into and that you do and that you bring to the world. Go.
1: I, I honestly kind of think Boss Witch School says so much about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Oh, my Can God. Expand, please.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So I'm Krista Boskowski, and people around have been calling me the Boss Witch and I am a life coach and business consultant and a spiritual mentor. And I've been a practicing witch for over 20 years and I'm a writer and Mm -hmm. what else? I bring all sorts of cool shit to the table. So I just opened the boss witch school (laughs) and yes, I know. I'm really, really psyched about it. It's a combination of fun exploratory stuff with witchcraft and the occult Mm -hmm. and then there's also this very practical side where we talk about business and real life and what it means to be an entrepreneurial woman with real bills to pay and real family stuff and We'd bring in all this psychology and literary studies, and like it's it's really, you know, I envision Hogwarts, but more badass. Oh, I love it. I don't know. I don't know. It's so the bot. I also have a podcast, mm-hmm. the Boss Witch Podcast, and I've been doing interviews, and I actually shut it down for quite some time because I sort of lost vision on it. And a whole bunch of stuff happened, but something is being rebirthed mm. now. So I'm sort of at a turning point with my business at the moment, yeah. but I'm currently working with one-on-one clients and feeling my way intuitively through this into this next chapter of my business and this next, next chapter of my life. Right. Yeah. Like I I've sort of found myself at a, at a crossroads, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. And,
2: Mm -hmm. um, that's why I love talking to you guys because you help me make sense of the stars so much. And just when I think I understand it, I'm like, wait, I'm confused. And so Mm -hmm. coming to you guys and being, and hearing the way you describe the way you connect it all it's it's incredible to me and oh hello my dog is visiting right. uh her name is Mishka Misha. is a Malamute Husky mix Beautiful. and very busy <laughs> Joy always following Mr. Benjamin around wherever he goes anyway yeah. yeah so I am so excited to be on this podcast mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I never really talk about sex on the pu- in the public eye. Mm-hmm. I never bring sex into my brand and then a couple of weeks ago, I was just I was hit with this inspiration
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I'm like I'm going to do some sex magic. Yes. And I wrote a, up a quick little guide. It took me like an afternoon. I made a freebie. Yeah. I did the sex magic and then I made the freebie oh. and was like Sex magic for beginners. Oh,
0: yes. Perfect. Oh, my God. We should put that up like on our.
2: Oh, hell yeah.
1: Right. I didn't even think of
2: that till just this second.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, we should like link to it. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes.
2: We should totally do that.
1: Shoot a sample and we can attach Mm -hmm. it to the. Oh, I
2: will. Make sure you have the link for the show notes. And I I bet you'd be really
0: powerful at it, too, because. Um, in your chart, right? I was looking at your chart. So you have Mars in your fourth house, right? That's like having Mars in your living room, right? Um, so Mars has to do with how we pursue sex. And Mars in the sign of Cancer, Mars's mood matters a lot if it's going to pursue sex. It matters so much. Mood is everything. Everything. And it has to feel safe. There is something about it that must feel um, contained or safe in some way.
1: Mm. And
0: yet, though, you've got this trine, this Pluto trine. So a trine is an easy flowing aspect. Your Mars and your Pluto hold hands. Pluto is obsessive um secretive it makes sex more explosive
2: right oh hell yeah
0: yes and there's a trine you have a tight trine it's like within a 3 or 4 by thing <laughs>
2: i have a tight trine i
0: don't to tell you you have a toy trine a tight Runs in the family <laughs> <laughs> and that pluto's in your 8th house of sex and intimacy that means that also you are powerfully transformed By your sexual experiences.
2: Yes, that is absolutely accurate. Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, having come from a place sexually. So if you'd like, I can give you a little bit of background on growing up as a woman in my life. Oh, my God. Well, the first one I really wanted to ask was, was sex
0: painful the first time? Mars. Mars in the fourth house, I'm finding that people who have Mars there, and it's in a difficult sign for Mars to be in, women will have painful sex the first time or yep.
2: for a while, maybe even. So tell me, go. Oh, God. So I didn't know this. Actually, you spoke and I, I read up on it, but I was actually raised like in purity culture. Mm. Um, My stepmother, although she was not evangelical Christian she was not I think she was Republican leaning but at that point in my life there wasn't in what was it like 1998 we weren't as vocal about politics as we are today at least so far as I can remember Mm -hmm. um but she was just very much like you don't kiss boys you don't touch boys evil 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 um there was a lot of really confusing comments about like how we wish you were a lesbian, you know, but like there was just so much bullshit Mm. in, in my sexual upbringing where on the other side of the family, like my mom was always very female empowerment. Like I would rather you know things and beware of the dangers then go into something completely naive and not have a clue so i learned a lot from my mom but it was a a lot of like beware of this beware of that how did she tell you about sex did she actually describe it like how oh yeah so oh my god so the first time the first time we had the talk uh I think I missed the whole thing because I was just way too young. We were at the library and I saw a VHS tape with a picture of like this screaming alien looking baby covered in like blue schmutz and i was like well that looks like an exciting movie and i couldn't read yet so i'm like mom i want to watch that one and it was called like the miracle of childbirth and it had like it was like the whole scientific explanation of the sperm and the oh, egg oh shit it was like a uh, 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 and yeah. I was bored to tears until the very end when The Screaming Alien came out. And I'm like, this was not nearly as exciting of a movie as I thought it would be. I had no concept. Oh my God. You so probably wanted to
1: watch it. Alien. <laughs> I
2: right. did. I wanted to watch some kind of scary movie with like monsters. And I had no concept that this was oh what this was about. I didn't even grasp it. And then <laughs> later, I think it was like a few years later. It was so awkward. It was so awkward. The whole situation was very awkward. I won't go into it, but I got I got pinned and cornered and it's like, "Okay, I'm going to explain to you now, you know, when a man and a woman love each other." You know, and and she goes through the whole description and I just remember being like, "Wow, I was not ready." for this. (laughs) I was not prepared. I was not curious and I was okay. Well, there's that. And then it became suddenly it was everywhere. And there were, there were many young people in my world that were way overexposed to sex too Mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. And then my stepmom showed up on the scene at like, I was like eight when she showed up and suddenly she's all purity culture. And I, I was just so confused. And Awkward and like so. By the time virginity yeah became a subject, it was like okay, I'm about to lose my virginity and not only a big it, deal. Did it interrupt the flow at all? When it you felt were- like it was supposed to be a big deal, and then it turned out to be bullshit. Yeah, and kind of it was so dis. I'm sorry if if the person. I doubt the person I lost my virginity to is listening to this, but if <laughs> you are, I apologize, but it is like not a happy memory for me. Oh yeah, that's okay. I had a first kiss and it was terrible. They usually oh, are. Oh God, bad. my first kiss was so bad. And I hope he knows, <laughs> I hope he knows. he knows.
1: Fuck you kid, Larry. Fuck you kid. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah.
2: God. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. It was blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> my first kiss was so bad. I, I was in the middle of trying, of like being like it was nice to see you and then i dropped my takeout container of chilies like baby back ribs or something like that and i was on my way to pick up the container and then his lips are on my face and they're like wet and i'm like what i didn't even know what how old were you (laughs) 16 16 when you had your first kiss Oh, oh well I kissed boys and kid I had a uh, I had a kindergarten boyfriend for yeah, sure. Yeah, me
0: too. Me too. Same. Weird. Wow. Mars ruled ladies here. She's Mars ruled. Yeah, I was ruled- gonna say uh,
1: yeah. Aries
0: and all of us. Yeah, you and I are both Mars-ruled Aries and Mary is Mars-ruled Scorpio, the two <laughs> domiciles. So we all uh we all know about sex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. Hence my work. <laughs> yep, we all know
2: about it. So Long answer uh, to a short question is, did it hurt the first time? Yes. 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 It hurt physically, but I kind of expected that. What hurt more was that it wasn't as magically intimate as I wanted it to be. Right. Or as you were led to believe it should be. Right. 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 I think so. I I had already begun my witchcraft journey at that point. Oh, nice. And and I had cast a spell in the forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in Texas, um, in in the deep northeast of Texas, which is called the Piney Woods. And my mom was dating a cowboy, ended up marrying him. But I was on that property and I had taken one of the pickup trucks, like way, way down behind the cattle pasture. And I was walking around in the woods and there was this tree that had been struck by lightning and all of the leaves stayed on it, but they were completely burnt. And so like, I was crumbling up these like ashen leaves and I was just saying a prayer and sending them into the wind and all of this, just hoping, for this kind of, like, otherworldly experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted astral projection, Mur- earth-shaking, mm-hmm. like, world-changing sex, and it was not. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was also, I was 18 when I lost my virginity. Yeah. Wow. I was 23. It was um,
0: a week, two weeks After my wedding day. Two weeks after your wedding day. Purity culture. My husband and I have both Mm -hmm. virgins. I was led to believe that automatically it should be magical because I did it right. The purity. That's
2: what I thought too, is like, I did it right. And like, this man loves me so much. And there's like so much love and like all this stuff. And it, it just. Yeah, and then that pushed me to learn everything I wanted to know from, like, Cosmo and porn. Right, right. Cosmo, porn, some friends. I wish there had been, like, like a goddess tantric yoga
1: oh.
2: feminist in my life to, right. like, we need be, like, to. this is what sex is and what it isn't. And, like, yeah.
0: I would have told you I would have recommended being in water, I think. I would have recommended being in, like, pool or a lake or a someplace watery, you know. We were by a lake. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Something like that.
0: You know, something because Mars is a cancer sign and it's ruled by the ocean. It's ruled Mm -hmm. by the moon. It's ruled by the night. Right. And it's water. It's also psychic. Mars (gasps) in cancer is a fucking
2: psychic um sexual placement. So I'll have to tell you about the most magical sexual experience. I want to hear that one right now. Okay. The most magical sexual experience Mm -hmm. I've had to date, I think, was in my apartment in Portland. I had these big windows that, like, overlooked the city. And we had just finished making love and like i'm riding those waves of like just i'm so in love with this man and we're so in sync and like this is incredible and then we both look out the window at the same time and this huge orange moon is just like i forgot it was the full moon i mean i'd forgotten everything else because i was so into this man and just like having this magical experience and then looking out at this giant full orange moon on the horizon. It was just that, like that comes to mind. It was just amazing. What made
0: it good? What made it making love good, right? Um, Was it that he felt intuitive, like in touch with your water, so to speak? My husband has a Mars cancer as well. And I know that when I'm making love to him, if I pursue him almost the way I'm, think the ocean waves go right it kind of goes gentle right Mm -hmm. and then you go from like crashing waves maybe but it's got to build it's got to build you know it's got to build yeah for sure so I'm wondering if what made that sexual experience so what made it
2: making love, right? Aries likes to fuck, so. Yeah, fucking is completely different. Yes. Than like the magical making love experience.
0: So what made it magical making? Like if you can put yourself back there and you can think of how maybe the touch felt, um, you can think about maybe how he pursued it or if you were the one pursuing it more or if there
2: was some sort of mutual, right? Yeah, I think it was honestly very mutual. It was one of the first times that I felt that I was an equal in the bedroom, that there wasn't necessarily a power play. Um, And for some reason i often like it takes a lot for me to be able to get out of my own head and be in the moment and in the sensations and um really feeling like we're alone like these other thoughts and beliefs and and noises distracting noises whatever it is like all of these things aren't barging their way into our bedroom yeah. to interrupt. It was like, I am fully in this. And and a lot of it is extremely mental for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So it, Gemini
2: sun, yeah. Right, and I didn't quite, I don't know what it was. I just, I learned from bad experiences like through my twenties that like, oh wait, my mindset counts and mm-hmm. if I'm not in the mood, I'm not in the mood. Yes, my
0: mindset counts.
2: My mindset counts too. So yeah. yeah, you're horny, but I count too. Yes. And or you know, for however you look at that, it was just like this feeling of okay, my my mindset and my energy matters. Mm-hmm. And it matters that we both light each other's fires like we keep stoked instead of having all the person get all the energy and the other person just like doesn't right it's just laying there yeah there's there's this it was almost like this equalized energy in terms of passion in terms of respect in terms of excitement and newness and not knowing was it new so was It was yes. so new, so new. Yes. it was very new but we had a build-up mm-hmm. of getting to know each other long distance for like three months yes. before we slept together
0: yes 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 that's that would be really so Gemini and i has to sex has to flirt has to have some kind of witty banter normally right And like that
2: part has to be satisfied, you know? I love witty banter. Yeah. Jane does not do witty banter. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, wait, wait, what? Is that a a real question? I'm like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. So, sexting matters. And then for an Aries
0: physical body, you have an Aries rising, same as me thrill about
2: performance almost oh like, yeah being That's... the best this person's had a exactly bit. i used to, oh man my twenties. <laughs> oh my 20s that takes me back <laughs>
0: <laughs> i do that now i'm gonna <laughs> rock
2: your world
0: i love it yeah. <laughs> but then I have like a three times cap. Cause I'm done. I have a committed partner who I love and we have great sort of long-term set. We have great Venus, Mars contacts for continuous. Right.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but when I step outside in the non-monogamous sphere, literally I can only have another partner, like three times tops. And I'm like, we're cool. I'm done. Bye. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Every time. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Right? Because you're kind of like, I won, I conquered it. Because Aries likes to conquer, right? Aries likes to
2: chase. Or something oh about to god. Chase. That's why. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much. Oh, you're running.
0: I like that. But just that's a hard thing to find with. Oh, you're strong. avoiding me. <laughs> I like this. So that's why we like conversation. So my so you have a Mercury-ruled consciousness, right? Gemini, my Mars, my sexual drive is also ruled by Mercury, but mine's in the sign of Virgo. So I, there is a standoffishness. So I have to have some kind of verbal something with the other
2: person. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's crazy because like, if, if there's not some kind of verbal something, yeah, I'm clueless. Yeah. Or like I, so fun. I, I'm very curious about this because I, being a Gemini and having that Mm two-sided nature, there's -hmm. this one part of me that's like a sex goddess that's like, I'm going to rock your fucking world. And then there's the other part of me that's like, I'm not making the first move. I'm not making the first move. You need to make, be the man, make the first move. Mm Mm-hmm you can pursue me thank you so much yes but when you know though
0: so let like let's say like you know the person's into you but for what for
2: religious reasons or there's reasons why they can't oh
1: hmm. right
2: yep yep if there's if there's if it's taboo if it's like yes we want to but we shouldn't yes oh that's the best (laughs) for me (laughs) It can really get people in trouble. I'll just say that as a Venus in the 12th house. Yes, I understand it very it could It could get people in trouble, but it's a it's a good thing to know in that about my chart. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I can say, "Alright, how do I harness that energy and bring it into my existing committed relationship?" Yes, yes. You can, you can recreate that. Oh my God, we totally shouldn't.
1: Uh,
2: yes. yes, with each other. Exactly.
1: Um, right.
0: Yeah, exactly that. Um, like my husband and I, we have we we baked things in. We were married for nine years before we were went monogamish. Because another thing about Aries is we need to feel like we're the queen of your life, right? Like I need to know I'm the queen and then I can share. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. um, something about that. But then there's also still always a chase. There's always a chase now because, ooh, you was just with somebody else. Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. How do I feel about that?
0: Oh, did she do this to you? Like, oh, oh awesome. wow. Wow. Right? right? awesome it's awesome um did he do this to you
2: <laughs> and then it just makes me think about that movie bridesmaids or it's like, could george glass do this yeah yeah he probably could yeah yeah <laughs> but it gives
0: a little bit of a chase but you can do things like that um you know recreate According to what you like, right what right you know, Mary, how do you keep uh how do you you have, she mary has on Mars and Aries
1: right? I was just thinking about this topic um okay, i like I just like that we're talking about this right like the mm-hmm. the chase is a real thing, um, <laughs> I think that that's interesting about opening up a relationship too, right? Like I think the non-traditional monogamous stuff. I think there's like a human condition. Maybe it's just Aries. Maybe we're just built this way. There's but two. um just a bunch of sluts. Right. <laughs> like maybe there's this like primal thing for just Aries. But like I think in general there's this prime primal feeling of like, you know, that that hint of jealousy actually keeps you like more interested or whatever. Right keeps you like reengaged, like that's mine or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting piece because I know as a society we kind of fight that. We're like, no, cheating, betrayal, yeah,
0: yeah, mine.
1: Yeah, right? and yeah. A and- rising. I do understand
2: mm-hmm.
1: the possessiveness, but yeah. Sorry, Krista, what were you? Saying? I was gonna
2: say it. It just dawned on me. You know, I love when it being shown off. Do you think that that can kind of create some jealousy stuff too, where it's like, dress me up and show me off. So all your friends are jealous. Oh my God. Totally. Yes. Totally. Yes. And your Venus and your
0: moon and Venus, I think in Taurus too, right. Dressing up, looking fine, looking hot.
2: Mm. That's something for your self-esteem. It does. And you know what I noticed it does too, is it puts me into adult Krista. So I'm not sure if you guys or any of your listeners have ever experienced this, but I notice when I get in places of lack, scarcity, fear, stress, anger, like those kind of things. Anger mostly lives in teenage Krista, mm-hmm. but little girl Krista will respond in a certain way. whereas adult present day me is like, I'm in full control of my thoughts and my emotions. And Mm -hmm. I have words Mm -hmm. and I get to set boundaries. Like it's a very confident power woman, sexual being. So like, if I notice myself living inside little girl Krista for too long, where it's like, I've eaten Oreos for dinner (laughs) and I'm binge watching Movies that make me cry, and I'm complaining about the shit I don't want to do. And you know, there's always a time and a place for that. But in order to get unstuck, I'm like, okay, Krista, it's time to get up, take a shower, (laughs) shave your legs, Mm -hmm. moisturize, put on some fucking lipstick, and remember what a badass I am.
0: Oh, not just any kind of lotion and not just any kind of lipstick, what kind of lotion? And Ooh. what you a Taurus, you don't just get any kind of lotion, mm-hmm. any
2: kind of lipstick. I'm obsessed actually with, I think Gold, Gold Bond makes this cocoa, shea butter, like thick body whip something. Yeah, body like whip. I use that all winter long. Uh-huh. I use I use it all the time, and otherwise I'll do like um the like an all natural body oil, mm-hmm. like an oil blend, and I'll put it on my skin after I shower to like seal in all the moisture. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's just like I love having smooth, clean skin and all that. I have I have lots of beauty products. Yes, you lots of beauty products. Lots of hair products. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But
1: yeah,
2: I don't know. My favorite lipstick, I think, is one of the Kat Von D lipsticks. Kat Von D? Yes. Or I think it's, it might be an Urban Decay lipstick that I have called 1995. That's my favorite one. Oh, my God, right? Yes. Oh, my. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying with that whole, like, creating an emotional playground Mm -hmm. where you can create a little bit of that jealousy feeling. Yeah. Even if it's all in your head, you know, even if all of his friends are like, we're not jealous, (sighs) it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, well, I want to pretend that I'm the prettiest lady in the room today. (laughs) Because I fucking am, right? (laughs) I am. Oh,
0: I love going to my husband's work functions. I fucking love it. Love it. Because I know, I'm definitely the hottest wife here.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Like, hands down, it's in my air,
1: right? You know?
2: <laughs> and I love bonding with other women being like, oh my God, we're the best looking people here.
0: <laughs> you know, also, there's something about when you tap into the sexual power, I feel, right? So one of our questions is, what makes you feel like a badass? And you just mentioned...
1: Mm. taking a shower
0: putting on something that smells nice right putting on clothes that feel good something where you're like fucking damn
2: right yes Mm -hmm. that makes me feel like a badass there's a couple different stages of badass okay love it um but I love like sexy badass is like I am shaved and moisturized and I smell good and I've got like long flowy hair it smells good too and like scent is really a thing and being moisturized I guess and then um I have this silk bathrobe with like witchy things all over it like cauldrons and goats and broomsticks and witch hats and stuff all printed all over it and it's got these Dramatic bell sleeves oh, that come yeah. down with a tie around the waist and it's full length. It's it's so long. Wizard and, but,
1: sleeves? Is that what that is? Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Like those are really long wizard sleeves. Love it. And I fucking love that. And I just love like w- casually walking around like. I'm so naked and so delicious under this fabulous witty bathrobe. I'm just going to go over here and get some coffee. Don't mind me.
0: Do you ever do any kind of lubricants or anything to make your
2: um, lady bits taste You know, good, smell good? that is, that's a curious question. And I'd be, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on that because I... Do you shave? Do you shave your... A little bit. So I used to be full Brazilian wow. and I got Brazilian waxes as soon as possible. I was like, first couple times I had a period as a teenager with a full bush and I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck this. No way. <laughs> so I, I'm i just very hair averse. And, and so I started shaving. And then when I was older in college, I started getting Brazilians and I did them all the time. Then I went and got l- that laser hair removal. Oh, yeah. Stuff, but I'm blonde mm. and it's a mixture of blonde and dark hair down there so mm. some of the hair went away some of it didn't most mm. of it grew back mm. so I still shave a little bit but I'm experimenting with like the landing strip now Landing it's strip. it's a little less um I don't know I just don't want to look like a 12 year old girl That's but weird. also it's lower maintenance than a Brazilian yeah yeah like uh, having just a little bit there but making sure the bikini line is clean yes yes, yes. but I don't like want it to be like overgrown weeds or whatever and I (laughs) asked my partner one time I was like does it ever weird you out like having all of these like hairs on your face when you're down and he's like babe I have hair on my face 24 7 because he has a mustache oh and a beard oh my god okay and he's like it's not weird at all I fucking love it
0: <laughs> do you like to make out after he goes down on you right mm-hmm. how do you feel about making out with him afterwards like smelling your va- vaginal me neither oh my god Well, uh, I mean I'm it's like, not this is our first time and I'm trying to impress the shit out of you no <laughs>
2: like I'm just yeah like I'll I'll be like mm, yeah but but I'm not like mm, give me more of my own juice in my mouth like that it's that's not quite my thing I know. Like, <laughs> I'm not thirsty for it I'll deal you. with it thank
0: you for answering
2: <laughs>
0: mine, I the answer. To- yeah
1: it was perfect and as far was- as I'm concerned that's the best answer like that probably all women feel I'm assuming <laughs> I don't know I mean like that's how I feel too
0: I I think that's how they feel until I see somebody's shirt and they're like no I fucking love it and I'm like yeah you have right then you can like maybe
2: see why you know there are people who love all sorts of stuff oh yeah and then there are people who don't yes. love certain stuff and mm-hmm. for a long time I felt a lot of shame around not being a fucking freak and the thing is is I thought I was like I'm I'm I don't know I'd say I'm like so you have a Mars seven range in terms of like I'm pretty open yeah I will just try and Pluto um you're fine you're fine oh yeah and I'm open to trying things but I'm also very open to being like oh no didn't like that one Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that one anymore, but it took me because of those purity culture years, yeah. it took me a lot of fucking therapy mm-hmm. and self help work and self development stuff to be able to get the confidence to be like, I don't like that. Yes. Yes. And you'd think it would. And just saying those words is so simple, but in my head, I had it built up as this huge deal. Right. Right. Um, Aries
0: rising often likes a shorter sex time, but you have a moon in Taurus who likes right. cuddles, who likes sensuality, but then you have this Aries rising, the car your moon is driving in is like, give me a toy. I know how to do this. You know, like I can get, I can get from here to orgasm today right now, five minutes, just right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. I, mean, so... I don't think sex has to be super long. Yeah, it's nice when it is. Sometimes I like sh- I like keeping it varied. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but I
2: like Gemini. when I'm with someone that mm-hmm. I respect and someone who respects me. Mm-hmm. My sex drive is like through the roof. Yeah, and if I'm having fun, if I'm laughing, if mm-hmm. I'm if I feel sexy. know right if i feel a little challenged if you know there's that desire for intimacy but it it really depends on my mind it really comes down to my spirit my mind because when i was in my previous relationship long-term relationship i was like our bedrooms couldn't be can't get far enough apart i was like i do not want you looking at me i don't want you touching me I hate you. And and the thing is, I didn't hate him. Right, right, right. I didn't hate him. And I'm sure that he will go on to find a lovely lady who finds him physically attractive. But at that point, there we just I just couldn't bring myself to feel sexual attraction for him. Right. And if that's not there, it's mm-hmm. There, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Your
0: Mars is an exact opposition almost to your MC career line, which makes me wonder if you don't like how your person is in public with you. Like if if your person, you feel embarrassed of them in public. Mm. Or if that would affect your mood, or if they don't encourage your
2: career. Or yes. If you're ha- yeah, I do know that, like, it matters to me. Like, I don't want to be embarrassed with a, with a partner. Right. That with. And, um, I don't know if embarrassed would be the right word, but like having to, like, if, have you ever had a, I don't know about you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, but some of your listeners who have had many relationships, cause I had a lot of them. Um, <laughs> A lot of dating, a lot of relationships, a lot of hookups through my 20s. But uh, it's more like if you've ever entered into the codependent situation where you find yourself apologizing for the behavior of someone else.
1: Mm.
2: Like, I'm so sorry he was so rude. That's not like him. He's usually a lot nicer. Um, He was just having an off day.
1: Mm -hmm. Or,
2: oh, you know he doesn't usually drink this much mm-hmm. this is you know and that when you start having to apologize and like babysit right I immediately go into mom mode we yeah. I'm like fine you want me to treat you like a child I'll treat you like a child get in the back seat mm-hmm. uh get your Cheerios and a bib mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah I'm not sexually attracted to children yes Yes. So when i took over the mom role of okay i'm babysitting someone who has an alcohol problem Right. right. i'm making sure that he doesn't need to go to the hospital yeah. i'm making sure that he pukes in the toilet and not on the floor mm. i'm making sure he doesn't get in the car and mm. and drive around so like when it comes to that caregiver role right. that's when sex goes out the window
0: yes yes that totally uh makes sense because Mars is a cancer. Mars is a nurturing role, right? Um, But it's also kind of adverse to it uh, uh, in a way, you know, because Mars wants to be open, direct, honest. I want to go from here to there with the least amount of resistance, but Mars and cancer has to boil the fucking ocean, right? Or how do you sever water,
2: right? Yeah. How
0: do you be direct in an ocean? You've got to navigate a whole fucking ship, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and when it's in that career line, which is like our public life or our public persona, it feels it makes sense to me then that those when those are in opposition, when you have to kind of be that, mu- then it takes up that it takes up all your drive.
2: Oh yeah, it takes so much energy that it's it's like there's nothing left to give mm-hmm. yeah. after that, and I think that's that's with any relationship like yes yeah yeah. actually or just emotionally or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah
0: well that was lovely i think uh i think we covered all the bases you guys i think it's a short amount of time yeah yeah that was beautiful thank you for being so vulnerable and answering all my questions thank you thank you so much you're welcome um this will definitely help other listeners right to go oh my god i have that too right or
2: yeah and and Mm -hmm. yeah i oh go ahead that was it okay i was just gonna say um i actually got around to the sex magic Mm. piece in my business because i realized that the more i'm orgasming the more I'm manifesting and the more money I'm making. Yes. That's interesting. I don't know why. A direct link, uh, an abundance, right? So
0: orgasms are an abundance of feeling. In fact, if you have people who are orgasming or having like happy sex lives, it's almost a direct correlation to money, like having good money. So it makes sense to me that those two things would go hand in hand. Plus your Venus, your attractor and your moon, your body and your emotions are in that second house of resources. So it's a natural resource for you. Mm. Um, yeah. It's- people should team up with you because you have this uh, ability to help women to make money for themselves or
2: abundance for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So that- and and when I went in to create this sex magic guide, like a lot of people, at least for me, when I first thought sex magic, I'm like, oh god, there's gonna have to be like a circle of candles, and we're gonna have to be there's gonna be blood and chicken feathers, and
1: there's My Aries be-. doesn't have
2: time for that. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a lot of like how do you get in the mood when you're managing this huge ritual or whatever? And so I went about it in the way of just having as few rules as possible. And so step one is like, prepare the environment. Mm -hmm. Step two, prepare your body. Mm -hmm. Step three, and it's just, oh, hello, doggo. Um, But it just, step three is like, lovingly bring yourself to orgasm or have someone you love bring Mm -hmm. you to orgasm. And the magic happens when you feel into that orgasm energy and you stay like stay present the whole time yeah what's your way to orgasm like your own hand or a toy uh, my partner's hands (laughs) oh my god nice he so i won't call him out here because he might get a little embarrassed but he works with his hands outside a lot and he's like working with chainsaws and mm-hmm. and do it he's got like these big bare hands with like calluses on them and he's oh love him <laughs> love him love, him. love <laughs> this man oh my god awesome
0: yeah right, <laughs> another form. but yeah i love that um yeah so finding your um guide to manifesting sex magic that is something i feel that we should obviously promote because it makes absolute sense here yeah um i love it uh where can they find that where can our listeners find ah. it
2: currently hey excuse me dogs my dogs are getting very excited about this um okay. so i will be sure to send you the link
1: uh-huh.
2: Thank you. I will be sure to send you the link uh, um, so you can put it in the show notes, but they can also find it on my Instagram page. If you click on my bio, you'll see a link to Sex Magic for Beginners. Okay, perfect. And super easy. You don't have to be a witch. You don't have to do... No. It's literally just about noticing the energy... Mm -hmm. and the sensations that occur within the orgasm Mm -hmm. and directing that energy yeah to work for you
1: Mm -hmm. so i'll
2: literally orgasm in my office yes or with a partner because if i need to infuse some money-making energy Mm -hmm. into my business like yeah Um, but it's all about just getting to know where that energy is coming in because oftentimes we'll like bear down and push that energy out mm-hmm. Did you ever, does that make sense yeah yeah rather than yeah. receiving
1: the feeling right. right
2: and it's more like notice the energy and then pull it inward
1: mm-hmm.
2: and allow it to flow throughout you and like really capture the intention mm-hmm. and then send it off to do its bidding
1: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah like it. let it completely fill your body. Just like, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. It's really just all about the energy.
0: Yes. And then that vagina clap when you're organic. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. like, she's like, yes, thank you so much.
2: Yes, thank
0: you. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for being yes, vulnerable. Thank you. Thank you so much you thank you so much for
2: having me absolute delight
0: um yeah best of luck best of success thank you
1: bye bye thanks for listening check out our playlists on our website we have zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com